Hello there. Welcome to Spark of Rebellion, episode 194, the Star Wars podcast that brings you all of the up-to-date news along with anything else that we fancy covering because we live on a bloody prayer, just like our good friend Mr. Ron Bon Jovi. That's right, Ron Bon Jovi, coming to a club near you. Now, today we've got a very special guest. We're going to talk about the news, but we've got one of our wonderful Patrons joining us, one of our biggest, most staunch supporters and someone that absolutely bloody loves Star Wars significantly more than we do. And guess what? He's a bloody nice guy as well. So I'm going to actually introduce him first. I'm going to bring on my co-host third today because we are joined by Mr. Kevin Mullen. Welcome to the show, my friend, and thank you for all of your support. Absolute pleasure, Gary. Absolute pleasure, Mark. Yeah, glad to be here. Well, I'm looking forward to digging in, mate. And without further ado, I'm going to bring on the bearded Trandoshan, the man that makes smuggling look like an Olympic smart, even though he would still only finish third. It is, of course, Mr. Gary Aylert, which probably makes him the third best smuggler in this recording session. You all right, dude? <laughs> yes, I'm very well. Welcome, Kev. Welcome. You're on co-host duties this week, dude. Welcome aboard. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure about third, mate. I don't know. Actually, third's not too bad because when you come second, that's like, yeah, it's like the first loser, isn't it? Whereas bronze and third is like you've lost anyway. So second is worse because you're like, you could have had first. But Mm. yeah, so I don't mind being at the base level of a losing sandwich. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. It's like, well done on getting third because we didn't think you were going to. And the top two are like, oh, I should have won that, Dev. I understand that. Actually, that's a good perspective. Yeah, that's not a bad, solid then. perspective. All yeah. right. How are you? I'm all right, thanks, mate. Yeah, came third yesterday. You know, <laughs> I didn't really. Um, I'm all right, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just been Star Wars and it up this week. Getting through, getting some more Rebels out of the way. I forgot how good Rebels is. Rebels is like, I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna tempt fate a little bit by asking whether it is because I don't want to say it is. But is it better? Is it better than Clone Wars? Like Kev, Gaz, is Rebels better than Clone Wars? Because I'm doing a rewatch, man, and it's freaking awesome. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's. I was saying to Gary, I think it's it's a linchpin to the saga. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. I get that, and the music. We said it last week, Gaz. The music is like they didn't write. I know they wrote, wrote new music for it, but. They literally lent into the saga music, didn't they? Like from day one. So you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting one, Rebels, isn't it? Because I think initially up front, people were like, "Eh, it's not going to be as good as Clone Wars because there was so much good stuff in Clone Wars with Anakin and and Ahsoka and all that stuff. But then you just let it play out a little bit, especially as you got into that last season as well, like the last half of season three, three or four it really ramps up and it's yeah and it's on par with some of the films even so yeah i would I, i'm not sure whether it, i'd say it's better than clone wars but it's certainly it's got a um it, it's like must view in any way these days and i was saying mm. to kev earlier a lot of people shy away from it still because it's still that well it's animated you know it's a cartoon but it's got some wicked stuff in there i like it yeah I get that. I get that. Yeah, it's weird, yeah. isn't it, with the animation thing? It's a, that's a weird vibe. But uh, what have we been doing Star Wars, Kev, this week? Done any Star Wars stuff? 
so I've been watching Rebels as well, but I was saying to Gary I was a bit bored, so I decided to do a body count on how many people Ezra Bridger kills on on screen. And it's brutality. I like that. Yeah, eight hundred and fifty-three. Holy no crap! Way. Yeah, I was I was that bored. That was my reaction. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> what? What? I mean, that puts Rambo to shame. Rambo's like, hey, yo, uh, we got to make another film, yo. Yeah. <laughs> He's a 17-year-old yeah. boy and he's killed 853. <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> I think he's the hero of it all and he's not. He's just a bloody murdering scummer <laughs> with his lightsaber gun. <laughs> Twat. Well, you know what? That kind of plays into the whole... Um, there's, that, uh, there's that thought process that's been around for years, isn't there, that somebody, I think maybe Kevin Smith or somebody had put it on Twitter that uh, Luke is actually a bit of a... A terrorist because he sort of infiltrates the Death Star, like wipes out tens of thousands of people, and then you know is like forming this rebellion uprising against whatever. It's kind of like that kind of thing, isn't it? Where we there's such a definitive dark and light side of the baddies and the goodies, but actually, if you sort of take a devil's advocate look at it, you know the rebels and stuff they've they've pulled a few uh, a few belters in terms of wiping people out. It's yeah. it's interesting stuff. We're going to get like a Cobra Kai in like 20 years time. It's going to be like Empire Kai. You know what I mean? Where it's, it just starts with some guy and he's like, yeah, and I'm just fucking cleaning the windows, right? And then suddenly this shit flies past. And he's got this massive Wookiee dog thing in it. And it like, he blows my boss out of this freaking trench. And then I don't know what happened after that, but all I do, I wake up on fucking tattooing. It was crazy. And it's, that'll be like the basis of five seasons of shit from Star Wars oh, alright okay I think I'd we pitched it yeah I'd be up for that and then Doomcock would be like <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy fired for bringing back Chewbacca and you know, fuck off Doomcock good god what about you guys done anything Star Wars uh, yes mate um, I started watching not Rebels but I've gone st- um, through the Clone Wars episodes that are relevant to the Ahsoka stuff and um, started off with the film you know the Clone Wars film that dropped before the actual series proper and I'd not seen that in forever. I think I've only seen it once, it, literally when I, I got it on DVD, I think, years ago. But I'll tell you what, that's um, that's a really good film, you know. that's That really sets up how Anakin is portrayed by those guys through the animated stuff. It's really good. And you can tell as well how much animation technology has moved on as well. That first film, it looks good, but it's compared to like Series 6, 5 and 6 of The Clone Wars and The Bad Batch. It's a little bit rough around the edges, but it's got like a kind of early rawness to it, which I really like. So, yeah, so I started off with that and then um, I'm going to be going into the other episodes. I've got this, as you do, as you do, you Google, what do I need to watch in the run up to Ahsoka? So I've got like a list, uh, I've got a list ready to rock and roll. So, yeah, kicking off some Clone Wars stuff, dude, and then on to Rebels after that. Yeah. Nice. I think a lot of people are going to be doing that. I watched season seven again and it's like, it's brilliant. It really is good, and uh, I think it gives a lot of a lot of um, impact to Rebels. The end of season one, um, when when you know, I'll not say anything in case anyone's not seen it, but um, it adds a lot of weight to that, especially with the Tales of the Jedi stuff as well. So I don't think they've done a, a really good job of that. But uh, let's get onto some onto some TV news. Then speaking of Ahsoka, we're not going to talk about Ahsoka, so add you on there a little bit, didn't I? We've got a couple of little. What I deem to be clickbaity sort of things. Um, I'm a little bit of an old cynic, 
so I'm going to do the clickbaity ones first, all right? So, inverse.com. The headline is, this is a beauty. New Star Wars report reveals a clever connection to the original trilogy. Right, that, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be quite interesting. Right, all it is. So, you know that the old Return of the Jedi was called Blue Harvest. You know, it was a little... The little, we're going to be filming this movie. And then obviously Family Guy parody and so on. Well, the production name for The Acolyte, um, which is a female-led show by all accounts, um, is called Blue Stockings, which according to Inverse.com, references not only Blue Harvest, which is a clever connection to the original trilogy, but also uh, the Blue Stocking Society, which is a women-led salon and literature group found in 1750. Uh, when it was considered unusual to quote in verse and even inappropriate for women to receive a classical education. So, tenuous at best, probably something to it. And I, but I just, the reason that this is on is because I was like, you got me there, you jar. Do you know what I mean? I clicked through, <laughs> I was like, that's... And then they put a picture of Luke on it as well. And I'm like, you know what you're doing, don't you? You jerk-offs. So it was, it was yeah, a little bit of like clever, naughty clickbait sort of clickbaity um, SEO goodness from inverse.com but uh, yeah bringing that out bringing that to the mix not really news what, 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 what do you guys say on this one is it is it do those links exist and are inverse a little bit clickbaity yeah clickbaity <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> that's the word that's that's the that's the opinion that we all share I think Kev I think just major clickbait there I think um yeah, the blue harvest thing is uh, it, I don't know. It like it's got its place within sort of the original trilogy. Um, I don't know what the word to use there, uh, but it's just something that's died out years ago. The only I think the only reason people really know of it is because of Family Guy. I think if that didn't exist, then everyone would be like, oh yeah, it's like it's weird bit of trivia. But to use it, and you're right, Mark, to use the picture of Luke. From the original trilogy, and then even the uh, the little subtitle on the on the article was like, "No reference is ever really gone." It's like, come on, come on, guys, you've got you can do better than this, surely. Come on, in it, because I was like, "Oh, this is mint." They're going to go to Dago Bar, or they're going to they're going to you know trip <laughs> over something on Tatooine that is like you know relevant in the future, or what? You know, I thought it was going to be something like, and I was like, "You've got to be absolutely kidding me." It's getting a bit like that, though, with Star Wars. The next story in a second uh, is, is, is reasonably similar, but it is getting that way, isn't it? Like, everyone seems to want to report on Star Wars news um, in any way, at any time. It's like they always have to have a Star Wars story out these kind of websites, which I find a little bit weird. Very true. Very true. Um, bloggers just don't want to put the work in these days. That's the that's the problem. There's no, There's not enough quality content. It's just... Uh, a quantity of of rubbish. Kev, years ago, Mark and I ran a blog before we did a podcast all about DC Comics and whatnot, and we put the hours in on those articles. We we wrote yeah. proper shit for those. Um, but you fast forward to today, and it's like ugh, you could click out of fifty Star Wars articles, you probably find three, maybe four, that are actually worth this. Like somebody's actually done a proper bit of journalism or an editorial or something yeah. so kev this is the world of star wars reporting on star wars news <laughs> mate <laughs> we have this all the time yeah. it's crazy and the thing about doom and doom cock as well it's 
if Doom talk, to, I can't even say it. If Doomcock told me the sky was blue, I'd have to go out and look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly definitely. that, edit. He's, uh, yeah, and his article would be something like, Kathleen Kennedy ruins the sky. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not wrong, you know, though, that's the, that's the tragedy, yeah? Always. Yeah. It's where do you get your news from then, Kev? Like, apart from, obviously, a fantastic podcast like this, but where do you get your Star Wars news from? And how do you filter out some of this stuff? Well, if it's Doomcock or Mike Zero, it filters out immediately. Um, I just Google search it and then just... If it looks like it's been a copy and paste piece, that gets ignored. Yeah. Yeah. We're the same with that. That's how we prep for the show, isn't it, mate, really? Yeah, Get just do a bit of research, see what's see what's kicking around, and uh, I think sometimes we're a little bit. I don't know. We're not calling people out, are we? I don't think that's the way to put it. But we will intentionally include clickbaity stuff just because it's more funny than anything else. But yeah, sometimes you have to you have to give people like inverse a little bit of a kick because they can do better. This is. This is scraping the barrel, big time. It's pretty lazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the next one's even better, right? So this is Screen Rant, who generally, you know, they're a bit of mixed, mixed bag Screen Rant, some of the contents. It is what it is, you know. So this one got my attention. This is a beauty, all right? New Star Wars movie is the closest we'll get to George Lucas's wildest sequel plan. So I'm thinking, oh, that's all right, it's going to be brilliant, this. Uh, maybe something's been revealed maybe they're sort of figuring out like a little link between George's midichlorians and the Will's plan and all that kind of guff that, that is there and uh, no 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 all it is is that it's almost like an opinion piece like the new movie can tell stories that may or may not be influenced by the stuff that George wanted to put in the sequel trilogy so there's no reporting on it but the headline makes out that it's like reporting and it's not. It's just George wanted to do the worlds. He wanted to do the microbiology and the microscopic world of the force. Build on that midichlorian stuff, regardless whether you love it or loathe it, whatever your views on that are. So here's like some news that has come out that this might be a thing. And it's not. It's just someone that's like, yeah, well, James Mangold could if he wanted to take inspiration from that. And you're like, well... Cheers. Nice one for that one. And it just made me laugh because I was like, what? This is not news. It's not. And it's, I sort of wouldn't mind if it was just like, if the headline was opinion, new Star Wars movie is the closest we'll get, but it's not. It's like positioned as news. And I was like, oh my word. So I don't know if you guys read this one, but what do you make of this one? Because I was, I was, I was frustratingly laughing at this these guys have got a mix haven't they they sometimes they'll they'll put something and you think ah yeah mm. you're what you've put down is what we're all thinking you know it's pretty cool and then you get the other side of the coin which is i don't know someone at the top of the tree at screen rant is like cracking the whip it's like look we haven't published an episode for like four and a half minutes there must be some comic book news or some stuff yeah don't worry i've got you covered got this thing i know about george old georgie porgie and his uh is early, th- yeah. Oh, there's a new film coming. Inverse screen rant. You guys are. I don't know what's going on. Like you've had a you've had a Zoom call with Mike Zero and all those guys. Um, the the concept itself, the whole midichlorians, the whole wills and and all that stuff. Um, th- that could have appeared in any Star Wars film after 
um, Attack of the Clones. That could, that could have easily have been a thing because they mentioned it briefly in The Phantom Menace and so on. So any Star Wars film could have done it. It's not just, you know, uh, James Mangold has the opportunity to do it. Of course he does. It could have These things could have been mentioned in The Mandalorian. It could have been anywhere. Uh, it's just um, it's just the whole clickbaity uh, train that we have to ride, I, I guess. But whether or not he should include it is another question. That's a thing because you've got... I always get the feeling that Kath is a little bit like, um, yeah, George's stuff was yesterday. We don't want to concentrate on that too much. We want to push Star Wars forward. Now, respectable as that is, mm, I don't know. I think George has still got a few decent ideas up his sleeve. I'm not saying this is one of them, by the way, but this could be developed into something cool. I don't know. So maybe that should have been the direction on the Screen Rant article. Should James Mangold include this? Uh, as part of his new film based on the origins of the the Force and the Jedi and stuff. So, yeah. Um, what say you, Kev? Just a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Is this a screen rant or a, or a cool it's thing? A, it's a thumbs down from me. Um, there was such yeah. a, a fan bash like fan backlash against the midichlorians. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, the Force should be mysterious. It shouldn't be explained. Yep. Bang on, dude. I think you're the same. Are you the same opinion on that, Mark, with the Force? Do you do you like this mystical aspect of it, or do you like the more sciencey approach? I, I sort of like the notion of it being rooted in science for about a second, and then I start to think about it, and I think, well, actually, that's going to be sort of boring because it takes a lot of the, you know, it's like if I watch if if I'm watching like the Deathly Harrow, uh, Deathly Harrows, Deathly Hallows, right. And Harry's like beating the shit out of Voldemort, right? And you've got Neville Longbottom. He's all like, hang on, I've got this magic gun. What's it do? Well, it shoots magic out of it. Well, how's that work then? Well, I got my mate, right? He's a scientist and he made these magic bullets. Well, how can he do that? It's magic. You just do it where you want. No, it's not. You can get it, right? And you can put it in jars and you can make it out of bullets because it's actually just like, it's just these little bugs, really. And we're just all channeling them. You'd just be like, fucking seven films in, what a cop out. Do you know what I mean? So you'd be sort of annoyed by it. So I get it. And it introduces a lot of problems, I think. Um, I'm a big fan of like the force having limitations. Like I think some of the legend stuff went a bit wild. Like I was reading the, um, the duology, the throne duology. And it's like any, I think I said it last week. It's like any problem Luke gets into is like, yeah, force can sort that. So it's like, we've got to swim all this way. Well, yeah, I just do my force holding the breath thing that we all is like a thing with Jedi. So I think it became this almost like this bit of a deuce ex where you, the force could just do everything. It's like, yeah, but I got shot in the face, right? And my head got cut off. And Luke's like, yeah, just do this healing transmit and just grow your head back. Be all right. Take, what, 15 minutes tops? Just go to sleep. And I just, so it, it, for me, it got a little bit crazy in Legends. But imagine if it was science. It'd be boring, wouldn't it? We all want it to be some sort of space wizard stuff. Um so yeah, I'm I'm all right with that one. I, I I think it's better that it's unexplained, and I think it's better that it's um, like you know when you see like the Bendu in in in, Re- in Rebels, you're like ooh, someone that knows more about the Jedi, about the Force. But even that big beast that's clearly a absolute legend in the Force has got still doesn't know everything about it. So I like that. I think it's more of a um a, a more of a, a ethereal thing that I don't. It should be how, from my opinion, it should be like how we interact with it. That's the thing. Um, Mm-hmm. So yeah, so screw off science. Famous uh, voice on the old Bendu, mate, Kev. Yeah, Tom Baker. Tom Baker. 
the doctor himself. Um, said that, of course, listeners like, why'd you say that? I said that because Kev's a massive Doctor Who fan as well as a Star yep. Wars fan. So, yep. Oh, you two get on then. Yeah. Oh. Chatted for years, mate, about yep. Doctor Who before I realised oh, Kev yeah. was a Star Wars fan. You're into your sky fight there, are you? Indeed. Yeah. Mark's, not, not, mm, yeah. Mark's not really into Who, Kev. I, I think he's watched a few it. of them. But yeah, yeah, I did. I dropped out of it. I did. I dropped out. When did I drop out of it? Mm, like probably post tenant. I used to watch it all right through, and I've watched a lot of the older stuff. But uh, yeah, post tenant. I don't know. I just lost it. I just lost it a bit. I don't know. I felt Matt Smith was like a tenant copy for the first season, so I, it just put me off a little bit. You know, yeah. might be wrong. Probably wrong. Probably. It's your <laughs> opinion, so yeah, you know, nothing vicious. Yeah. Yeah, good. Um, right. I like the Bendu character though in Rebels. I thought that was a good bit. Yeah, because oh, it was yeah. something Fucking chuffed by that, mate. Something new, wasn't it? It was. It'll be like it was... right. I got this job on three episodes of Rebels. Are you going to bring me back? No, we've not had any fans say that they want to see you back. So when they hear this, Kathleen will be like, "Give him a bell. Give him a bell. He's coming back. Give him a bell." Yep. I don't like the midichlorians that much. Be honest. Yeah. I think that it is a... Yeah, I think the force should be unexplained. I think it should be explained to a degree. Like there should be some old... A bit like the Jedi texts. There should be some like old stuff about it. Pre-Jedi. But it doesn't go back to the origin of the universe or anything. Because that's just a bit... I don't know. It's just diving into stuff you don't really need to dive into. For the sake of it, you know. I don't know. Should be yeah. mysterious, though. What do you it think about... A... Go on, Kev, jump in, mate. It was just a plot point that George created so that he could identify Anakin. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's a great point, have, mate. Been, yeah, this should have been the best way of doing it. Uh, well, yeah. So that's a good that's a good point, mate, actually, because you would think, like, all these Jedi can sense the Force in people, can't they? Surely yeah. it would have been just as easy to go, this guy's mega strong. Why? Yeah. Jedi, mate. God, I clocked it, Anna. <laughs> Should have just yeah, I get that. That's a really good point. I never thought about it like that, dude. And also, how did um you know when they uh Qui-Gon very sneakily, sneaky little bugger lugs, grabs a bit of Anakin's blood, doesn't he? Sends it up to to um to uh, Obi-Wan and he analyzes it for the midichlorian count and all that stuff. Didn't need to do that with Luke or Leia to a degree, or yep. any other Jedi that's you know, especially back in the old the old, like, what would happen, like, um, with all the younglings that came into the, uh, to be trained as Jedi? Is Yoda just there with, like, a syringe and, you know, doing, like, <laughs> like a little mic? Like a COVID know. testing facility out, yeah. outside <laughs> the Jedi temple. <laughs> yeah. Q to the left, you will. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck off, no, I'm just trying to get in, mate. It's like, it's like going to the cinema in 2020. This is rubbish. And I'm not yeah. into it. Yeah, that's a good point, man. I never it's thought like, about that, Kev. It's like, you don't think that my kid's got the force? He's making that whole building hover right now. But you want to do a blood test. All right, then. Show you. Yeah. Lift him up. Lift Yoda up off the floor now. There you go. Done. Size In. matters not. Watch this. Yeah? Whack. Yeah. It, yeah, I never thought of that, Kev. That's a great point, dude. That's a good, I think as well, the, um, the, the whole idea of, um, of like the chosen one. It's like, I've, I've never really sort of put that together. 
Like the one Jedi that you identify with a scientific test is the one that should get through on merit. Do you know what I mean? Like, if anyone's going to stand out, it's that guy. It's it's like it's like challenge twenty five, yeah. But you you walk and I'm there. I go I go and buy some beer and they're like, yeah, I don't need to check it. I'm like, you piece of shit. What do you mean I need to check it? Of course you need to check it. Like clearly I'm not twenty five, but at least check it, yeah. And it's like the exact opposite. Anakin's like, yeah, I'm probably the chosen one here. Like I've not got a dad. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not because I'm from Rotherham. I've not got a dad. So what is going on here? Definitely the chosen one. I can fly a pod race, mate. Can you do that? Oh, right. Just let me in. Qui-Gon's like, rules is rules, bro. <laughs> got to do it. Oh, now you've said it, mate. I can't unsee that. <laughs> not from Rotherham. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about uh, to anyone from Rotherham, including Sorry, Kira, yeah. uh, who's listening. But, uh, <laughs> it's not the best place. Anyway, Sorry, let's talk Kev. about. We've gone from Rotherham to Jesus. talking about money. Uh, so that's a jump. So Disney has apparently chucked a bit of buns at the acolyte. All right. So according to Forbes.com, which is weird. Um, by Caroline Reed, who in her bio says, I cover the entertainment industry focusing on movies, movies and theme parks. Come on. Come that's on. That's You took anything. that job for all the jollies. Come on. <laughs> for the perks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Well, what do you want to cover then? Food, yeah. movies, <laughs> and just holidays. Is that all right? Of course it is. Shoes. Caribbean holidays yeah. mainly. <laughs> Of course it is. Come on in, Caroline. Sit yourself down, Reedy. You are in. Anyway, Disney has revealed, according to Forbes, uh, that it spent $49.2 million on pre-production of The Acolyte, um, which is a staggering $5.5 million more than Disney spent on pre-production of 2016's big screen Star Wars blockbuster Rogue One, which was, of course, filmed in 2014 and uh, pre-production will have been done, that's right, almost 10 years ago. Because Rousers. inflation does exist. And, uh, yeah, all it is, apparently this is 38% less on pre-production than Andor, uh, which was, according to Caroline, made at the height of the pandemic, so it had to invest heavily in COVID protocols. And even pre-production costs of the main instalments of the Star Wars saga weren't far off the Acolyte. Uh, Disney only spent 17% more on The Last Jedi in 2017. And uh, in contrast, she says, little is known about The Acolyte, which is set to land on Disney Plus next year. And then she goes on to just uh, basically say that the stars in The Acolyte aren't that big. So I don't know what Caroline's getting at here. It's like she's trying to just piss people off about The Acolyte or just having a little bit of a, you know, don't put The Acolyte down, you know, unless this is Mike Zero writing for Forbes. It's weird. It's like she's saying, it's like she's saying they shouldn't have spent the money because they spent less than that on a movie that was made 10 years ago. They spent, guess what? More than that on a movie that was made eight years ago when you think about pre-production. And it's sort of around the same as everything else that they'd done. But yet they spent more on Andor, but that's only because of COVID. So give it a rest. Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know, it's sort of like she's trying to pick a bit of a fight with the Acolyte for no reason, you know what I mean? It's sort of like, what, like, I'm interested in the fact that that's what they've spent on it, because I'm interested in what streaming services cost and how much it's going to make for them. 
But it's all, don't know, the position of this article is really weird, isn't it? It's like a weird, why, why, like, are you, are you bashing it? Are you not? I can't quite, I don't understand. I don't get it. Are you looking forward to the Acolyte, Kev? Is this some, now that you've yeah. been... Yeah, so I'm probably looking forward to the Acolyte more than anything else. Um, cool. I'm fascinated by that time period. I think mm-hmm. we're done and dusted really with the Skywalker saga. It doesn't go anywhere anymore. Um, mm-hmm. We need fresh ideas, and I think with the Acolyte, that's what we're going to get. Yeah, yeah, good shout, man. Um, when does this set? It's like a few years before The Phantom Menace, right? I think it's, uh, yeah. I, or is it longer than that? Longer than that I think it's about 50 years before. Oh, 50 years. Sorry, 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 sorry. Apparently it's between, yeah, 100 and, and 50, so I don't know if it's going to time jump or whatever, but um, it looks quite, It does look quite interesting. Um, it does mm. look quite cool. When's it out then? Is it out next year, do we think? It's next year, yeah. Yeah, next year. Couple it's of things like the about end this of the High Republic, isn't it? That's the, yeah. the thing. Yeah. It's supposedly the, the end of the High Republic, and then it all goes tits up. Do you think? Do you think we're going to see a Plagueis thing, Kev? Yeah, we've, you think that's the thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I think what we're pretty much going to get is a retell of the Darth Plagueis novel, take out the bits that weren't really canon. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. We're going to see more yeah. guarantee. Yeah, you've got to think so, haven't you? You've got to think so. Yeah. I know that the timeline might be a bit boo, but I think I, I think you're completely right. Well, there's actually another story about the Acolyte, which we'll, so we'll, I'll, I'll chat about that one as well, because it leads on nicely. So the Acolyte star compares series lightsaber battles to the Phantom Menace. So the Acolyte star, uh, star manager uh, Jacinto, or Jacinto uh, has compared the upcoming Disney Plus series, according to Superhero Hype, uh, to the Star Wars prequels. Basically, he's just said the... Um, the Star Wars lightsaber scenes that you're going to see in the Acolyte are going to be more akin to the Phantom Menace, which I completely am I'm, I'm not shocked by at all. I mean, they're not going to be fencing like Obi-Wan and Vader in A New Hope, are they? So I, I, I'm not surprised by this, but what I think is quite interesting is that there's going to be that much more Jedi and, and there's going to be that many more Jedi um, that... that you know, this is when the Jedi were 10,000, 20,000 strong at the, the, the end of the High Republic. You know, they were the, the Jedi at that time. And uh, the Sith were, were not really anything. So there's, there's a lot going on there. Um, so I'm interested in that. And what they'll be fighting, is it going to be the Sith? Is it going to be someone else? Like, what's the deal with that? So there's a lot of interesting stuff to unpack with that one. And uh, here's one that I'm going to throw in as well. We can dig into. Carrie Ann Moss is, play, uh, Moss is playing a Jedi. It's been confirmed that Keanu Bloody Reeves is going to cameo in it. Is he doing Reeven? Is he, has the fan casting got their way? Oh. So, um, Carrie Ann Moss, she's definitely a Jedi. She's definitely a Jedi. Not in real life, mate, but yeah, in this. I don't know. So, you know she can... oh, yeah, so. I've seen that film, she's in The Matrix. That, they weren't special effects. They weren't. No. No. She's doing that. Um, can't I read? Do you know what? He's got that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be mean about him, but he's got that kind of sunken cheekbony villainy look about him. If he puts the right pose on, you know, he's got that. He's also John Wick though, mate. So he's pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. He can handle himself, can't he? I don't know. I think, uh, 
who do you say? Reven? Yeah, he's got like fan cast for years, Darth Reven, hasn't he? I'm going to Google it now just to make sure I'm right. But yeah, it is. I'm sure he's been fan cast as, as... Yeah, he has. He's been fan cast as that like a thousand times. Uh, what's the deal with Reven then? Kev, do you know what's what's the... What's the deal with Reven? Just Googling so, it. Um, he's a Legends character, Sorry. right? Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was he the is, old. Yeah. He was the old Jedi, didn't he? Yeah, he was the old Jedi that, um, like, bailed, wasn't he? And he was because he came back in the Clone Wars, didn't he? Um, I'm sure he, was, or at least mentioned in the Clone Wars. Um, is he the guy yeah, that is. was in? Um, that was the uh, who decided upon the rule of two, or was it the Sith no, before was, him that did that? Wasn't that Bane? Was that Bane, was it? Darth Bane. Darth yeah, Bane. He was, he was within the, the Old Republic video game. So that, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the timing, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm just trying to get my head around because I've not read anything about Reven in years. So it's about 4,000 years before the Skywalker saga. Gotcha, gotcha. And he was like, did he like discover the Sith Temple or whatever? Yeah, we probably need to do more legendary stuff on that, but... He's Probs, been, mate, uh, yeah. uh, he's been fan cast for years on it. Do you know what? It's it's always weird, isn't it, when you see really high profile actors who have been announced to make any kind of appearance in Star Wars, because it's a bit like saying Tom Cruise is in Star Wars. That would be really weird, wouldn't it? Because these guys have got such a a huge um, following for other things it's just really difficult to separate. Like, you wouldn't say Tom Cruise's character name is in Star Wars. You would always say Tom Cruise in Star Wars. Remember Tom Cruise when he did that bit? A bit like um, <laughs> a bit like Rocky, you know, and Apollo and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so with Keanu, it's kind of weird. It's um, like, you're never going to say, like, Reven did this or his character name, wherever he ends up being cast as. You're always going to say, remember when Keanu did this thing in that episode of... So I'm, I'm not sure on having anyone too high profile and uh unless they're sort of over the peak of their career which sounds very very shady and not i'm not throwing shade but you know when someone's sort of at the end of the twilight of their career and they come back you know so they've already got all the all the big box office smashes out of their system and now they're just sort of cruising along um so yeah i'm not sure about Keanu. don't know i'd quite like to see him i I think it'd be It'd be one of those where you're just like, like you said though, it's you always, in fact, I'm going to use the toy example. Like say he plays someone and they bring out a black series, whatever. I ain't getting that. It's just like, Keanu Reeves. Because <laughs> it's Keanu, yeah. But it's it's like, you know, you get a Ben Affleck Batman. I ain't getting that either. It looks like, Bat- looks like Batman, but it's just a picture of Ben Affleck. You know what I mean? Why do you want Ben Affleck? What's What's that all about? So it's sort of, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's what Star Wars does pretty well is cast people that aren't big enough to overshadow the character on it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. uh, I completely agree with that. Uh, what do you make of all these, all these Jedi and the lightsaber battles and stuff, Kev? Are you looking forward to that? Were you a fan of the, the, the prequel era stuff or were you a more traditionalist with the, the no, OT? De- or? Definitely, definitely prequel um, era. Um, yeah, just the kineticism of the fights is just beyond... Um, original trilogy mm, agreed yeah they said they've got a little bit more 
stunt work as well so a little bit less cgi yeah. with this one so it feels a bit yeah. i think the way that manager sinto mentions it it's, it's we've got more moves you know so yeah. we've, we've we can choreograph it a little bit more i don't want to say thoroughly but i think things have just developed you know i think that blend of cgi and and and, and uh stunt coordination it's all developed i mean it's you know 30 years well yeah probably 30 years since development of phantom menace at least from mm-hmm. um so it's it's it's, it's going to be interesting. I think it'll be interesting to see what, what this does. Because like you said earlier, mate, it's uh, it's ripe for exploration, isn't it? It's quite an interesting period um, in, in this one. Guys, do you think it's it's going to be as obvious as Sith? Or do you think it's going to be... Or do you think it'll be a little bit greyer than that? You know, is it is it going to be Jedi and Sith? Or is it going to be something else? You know, what's the view on that? What do you think? Yeah, initially I thought that. I thought, is it going to be um, not as black and white as um, Jedi and Sith? But then, um, if we, even if we fast forward, we've got that with the the dark Jedi in Ahsoka, haven't we? Who are not specifically not Sith, but they are dark force users and, and all that stuff. So, I think um, I think going back to whenever, however many thousands of years before, BBY, whatever. Um, I think there is still that um, you know it's not so cut and dry. So yeah. Uh, part of me thinks it will be um, just straight up Sith Jedi stuff. I, I think, but then it, would it be more? Would it? Could you flesh that out more if you had people that were not just like pigeonholed like that? Maybe you have like more character arcs where you've got somebody that's kind of a bit windy, you know, like a bit sort of on the edge with stuff. So not, you know, he loses his his shit a little bit, and you have people like that, so they kind of blur the lines a little bit. But yeah, I, th- I think the obvious route is just the Sith Jedi, but it would be cool to explore that. Um, and I'm wondering if Ray Park's back, you know, as a, as a fight coordinator and stuff on these, because um, the the fights look so good because he he choreographed all those things out because he's, you know, a bit of a whiz, isn't he, with the old uh, martial arts. I think he knows like four or five different martial moves. arts or weapons. Oh, martial and, arts, yeah, yeah. And stuff, yeah. I mean, um, like total moves, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, total moves. He's got a couple in the locker, hasn't he? About three. Yeah. The spinny, the spinny one. Got any more, yeah. eh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you three. See if you need any more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we need a we need a badass uh, just a little segment here as we come around this corner before he drops down into the thing. Just a few moves there. A few. Uh well, I've got two ready. Uh give me an afternoon. I can do you and, can uh, do you one. But you'll have to lose <laughs> the corner. I can do straight stuff. <laughs> you can do forward, you've got your backward, you can do your left, you can do your right. And on some days I can do up. But this yeah. corner shit, I'm out. I'm out. That's why I killed Liam Liam Quigon. That's why I killed him. He asked me for all that shit. Look what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Quigon. Mm. Um Kev, would you um what who would be in like cause uh listeners you probably don't know, but uh, Kev's a really good amazing 3d um digital artist and stuff uh who would you put on the front of if if lucasfilm came to you and said we want to do a, a new blu-ray cover or a book cover for the acolyte and they said keanu reeves is the main dude would you be happy with that or would you rather just put like more sif that are in like their masks and hoods and everything like that yeah i mean i'd like to see him as a cameo but he'd take over the series um Okay. Yeah, I, I think he, he's he's too big a character, but I don't think it is going to be Sith because oh, yeah. if it's yeah. no, I, because if it's only Sith between fifty and hundred years before 
Phantom Menace, Yoda, they're not aware that the Sith are around. Yoda, they, they would, Yoda, we would say, mm, no. <laughs> Sorry, let's get this right. Yoda would say, it'd be, mm, have you only forgot 50 years ago? Mm, no. Um, no, it's, it's not the Sith. Um, it's something else. I think it's something ancient, but not Sith. And I've got a theory mm. that there's a scene in the new Ahsoka trailer where we thought it was um, the world between worlds, but it's not. It looked like something that was seen in the Old Republic um, series. And it's a star map from the Rakatan. And I think we're going to see the Rakatan return. Oof. Just throwing in some new stuff there, Kev. Yeah. Strong move. It, 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 like yes. It. So the, the, the Rakatan use uh, a spherical star map, which is almost identical to what we see in the trailer. And I think that's what we're going to get. And I think it also alludes back to an episode of Bad Batch, where they discovered this old, ancient war machine from like a thousand years ago. I think that's all going to get tied in. Ah, interesting. Interesting. I suppose that's all for Loneyverse as well, isn't it? Everything yeah, is absolutely. now. Yeah. yeah. As, I was saying to, as I was saying to you, Mark, I, I think Ahsoka is going to be more than just reintroducing Palpatine. I think that the Skywalker story's finished now uh, with Palpatine's death. With Rey returning, um, there's got to be a new enemy or a new old enemy. And I think that's what we're going to get. We're going to get something from the past is going to be introduced in Ahsoka and the Acolyte and brought forward to the new, uh, the new uh, Ray movies. It's interesting, man, because it would, it would tie in all the High Republic stuff. It would, yeah. it would tie in a lot of that. I think what I like about that idea as well, dude, is this idea that Ezra and Thrawn, I, I would be shocked if we've not learned that Ezra and Thrawn teamed up. I would be shocked yeah. by that because yeah. it's like it's, it's ooh we'll shock people with this, and so I I I think that would add a little bit of consternation to like Ahsoka and the Rebels because they'd be like ah, not not on my watch son, yeah. but obviously he's been gone for quite a while. He's been gone for what um, seven, eight, nine, ten years. Yeah. So it's it's um, I think there's something interesting there, and the fact that they were theoretically in the unknown regions or even beyond that in another galaxy, there was um, there's opportunity to bring. A, a new common en- enemy in and, and you know we, we, there's a lot of legends lore around that so I don't I don't disagree with that man I think it, it would be a very felony thing to do and a very uh, preparatory thing to do for the next phase of Star Wars content um, yeah. so yeah I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked by that at all dude absolutely not guys what do you think what's your view hmm yeah I've not considered those sort of periphery um uh uh, characters or whatnot from from other just buried bits of stories it's um because you often think that because it's going to be mainstream it's going to be a disney plus thing you know with all the main you know well the the person at forbes thinks that these are all nobodies um but a few of them have been you know in a few, you know some other tvs and films and stuff they're not nobodies but um you would you would assume that uh the people playing the these roles and stuff and it being pretty mainstream, they would stick to mainstream characters throughout the law. 
throughout you know all of the the saga stuff um so yeah i i hadn't really considered that something you know a more ancient sort of lesser known thing that would pop up i mean it would it would definitely set the scene for future stuff put it that way you know you could branch off of that and do other things so there's opportunity there to to tell other stories and other mediums and whatnot by making these things mainstream you know as uh, via the acolytes potentially ahsoka so yeah i think um i wouldn't be adverse to that at all man i think that's that's a, a reasonable shout yeah all right so, you're a gamer, Gaz. You like your games, don't you? Sometimes. You know this Star Wars Outlaws game? Big open world thing. There's a massive interview that's been done. And uh, I've not read it because it's massive. I'm gonna, but I stuck it on the list. Oh, I'll have a little chinwag about it. It looks it looks like it's a decent run. I just I did not get through it. So, it's an IGN.com article, which is always pretty good. Um, and the headline is Star Wars Outlaws. Uh, Ubisoft answers all of our questions about its open-world Star Wars adventure. We delve into Star Wars Outlaws, ship combat, questions about its size, and much more. Now, there are a couple of little tidbits. Um, in particular, things like uh, they've created a new monk called Tashara, which is based on, on, on East African savannas because they didn't want to... Um, they didn't want to retread old ground. Um, there's a little bit in there about like not wanting to touch certain types of characters or certain places or certain events because of where this is set in the original trilogy. Um, they didn't want to run into canon problems around, well, where's this character? You shouldn't, you know, how to get from there to there so quickly. So it sounds like they've been quite smart in avoiding um, the fan nuance, you know, so that's quite interesting. But one thing that I really, I did, I got from this when I, when I scanned over it was, They've sort of positioned this. They've said, look, we this is massive in its open world and it's the underbelly, it's the seedy world of Star Wars, which, you know, I think is quite fascinating. But it's big, but it's not that big that people are going to feel like it's insurmountable, like they're never going to finish it, like they're never going to get through it. Um, I used to find that with like GTA games. It was mint, but you'd play 20 minutes and you'd done really nothing. And it, for me, they were too big, like almost like Arkham City is probably my limit. Even like the Spider-Man on the PS5 felt the world wasn't big, but the missions were silly. There was too many of them. Um, so I'd, I think it's quite an interesting balance that they're trying to strike here. It actually sounds quite commonsensical, um, which I was quite impressed by that approach to, because I think it's bloody Star Wars. You could go on forever and make something like that someone like me would just think, I'm just never going to finish it. So why bother playing it? I think that's quite a sensible move. Um, Kev, are you, a, are you a gamer? Do you play games much at all? Are you a, are you a video gamer? So I've only got a PS4, I'm afraid. Um, um, I've got a thing at the moment for Squadrons in uh, VR, which is an incredible experience. Um, mm. I like, I, oh, I like the Skyrim, cool. so, I'm all, yeah, so I'm all up for um, an open-world Star Wars game. Nice. Skyrim, dude. Yeah, yeah. many hours sunk in that many, years ago many hours, yeah. jesus yeah uh what do you think guys this is your jam in it you're a big you'll pick this up straight away yeah this looks really cool actually mainly because of some of the things that they've that they they spoke about at comic-con last weekend and then as an offshoot some of these interviews and stuff where if you think um about big open world games right things like assassin's creed origins or assassin's creed odyssey those sorts of things gta um it just, yeah, it gets to the point where you finish the main storyline and then you look at your percentage completed and it's like 26%. And you're like, what? I've just spent like 11 hours doing this 
and you're telling me I've you know I've not even scratched the surface and you th- I think that's the turning point for a lot of people with these games where it's like you just breeze through the story bit and then you get to that point where it's like you can either carry on and just explore the entire rest of the world and do all that stuff or you just pack it in and you're like <laughs> you know next game so I'm glad that they've one of the quotes on the interview is they say too big uh, is a game that people don't manage to play, enjoy, and finish. And our objective is to really get people into a very dense, rich, open-world adventure that they can rhythm the way that they want. I think that makes a lot of sense because if you're just going to signpost people to do a million fetch quests, people are not, you know, they're just going to be like, yeah, well, you know, go to this place, speak to that person, kill that person, get the scroll, get the crystal, get whatever, bring it back, you know. You can do that once, probably once or twice in a game if it's part of the, if it's got some decent story behind it. But so yeah, I, I think uh, I think this is going to be a really good game because uh, this studio has made a couple of really good open world games. I like that where it's not too big. The first big open world, I say big, openish world they did was a game called The Division, which was set in New York, but they only but they isolated it just to. Uh, a chunk of Manhattan, really. So it gave you that freedom to go and explore and do whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted. But you knew that there were limits. You weren't just going to be playing it for 200 hours and still not get anywhere. So I think the studio kind of gets that. You know, they know that Star Wars fans, to a degree, other than like the real core peeps, that, that all they do is play games. If you're like a streamer on Twitch or something like that, then cool, you know, you're going to spend probably close to a thousand hours in the end and that's cool there's probably stuff for those sorts of people to do it but you know gamers like you and i and most other people if you're going to spend probably i don't know 50 hours and you've done the bulk of it it's probably decent enough and then on top of that i think it just looks really really good in terms of the the gameplay is seems to be on point you know uh, the 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 lightsabery style games that we've had in the past they've all been pretty sweet but just to play somebody that's off that you know you're not playing a jedi you're playing like a han solo-y kind of scoundrelly character i think it's got a lot of uh, a lot of opportunity to explore because obviously there's going to be things in the story that are going off over there you're like oh yeah that's that thing happened over there because they revealed in this interview that you could go to jabba's palace and you can take a contract from Jabba and you can do these things. So you can tell that there's things that you've seen in the saga or in a book or in Disney Plus series, that stuff's going on. But you're focusing on, you know, being a scoundrel, which is, you know, a lot of people's a lot of people's dream to play that whole Han Solo-esque kind of thing. So yes, in closing, I'm really looking forward to it, dude. I'll probably pick this up. This is a, a day. I, I don't tend to pre-order games these days because studios are a bit cheeky you know a lot of broken games at launch to fix later but i think this one's going to be cool yeah will i book the day off work don't know yet see what the boss oh, says about that but called in sick oh yeah kev's laughing he oh. knows the crack he's like oh god do you know what i was up all night i've had an hour's sleep i feel like <laughs> excuse me the, that's Got the door yeah the shits <laughs> yeah can't come in fucking <laughs> i did that with uh ps2 uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica and then Devil May Cry. I rang up. I was like, Paul. That my name's <laughs> Brett. I'm like, fuck off, Paul. Can't come in, mate. Why? You're not going to believe this, right? My dog got kidnapped, right? And instead, all, all it is, the kid, I said to them, 
bring the dog back, right? They got rid of the dog already. They didn't know where it had gone. And they brought me Resident Evil Code Veronica for PS2 instead. I'm going to have to have a... I just need a day, man, to get over this trauma. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Pensions yeah, can like, wait. My pensions can wait, Paul. Brett, is it? So, bye. Brett. Yeah. That's might how I got a sacked. similar conversation. Yeah. He got sacked. Oh, okay. I might not be didn't having a similar sacked. conversation. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get sacked. I left. I was like, Paul, I'm leaving. Like, it's Brett. I'm like, no, it's Mark. That's why I'm leaving, mate. No respect. <laughs> see you later. Yeah. Oh. Nice to see you, Paul. You know who you are. Ginger mate, as well. I'm just feeling like, like shit. Honestly, I'm feeling awful. Yeah, me too, mate. I came down with it. What do you have? I don't know. Just a real bad temperature and then was on the toilet for a few hours. Killed me. Oh, I had the same thing. About two o'clock. Yep. Two o'clock. Oh, I'll be off as well then. Yeah. It was just later. after the Amazon guy came, actually. I bet he gave it to me. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> when you're on the phone call to your boss, your missus in the background is like, package just arrived for you. I've just opened it accidentally. I thought it was mine. It's a Star Wars game. It's called Outlaws. I think this is for you. Oh, anyway, I'll leave it sorry, here for mate. you with your cup of tea. Oh, no. She, what she meant to say was that's the Calpol. Oh, bulk buy. <laughs> Get it off Amazon, subscribe and save. Save 5% actually, Phil. Gotta go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> we know that. So that'll go. Yeah. Um, what else you could do on your day off? Oh, I thought my internet had gone down then. Better edit that one out. I'll stick you a little clip on, guys. There we go. What else you could do on your day off is because this is near you, Kev. Roughly, where in the country do you live? I don't want to get there. I don't want you. Liverpool, right? You can't go. This is a right drive. So, guys can go. <laughs> Down in Wellingborough, near you, right? It is near you, though. Don't bullshit me. I know you're from Wales, but, uh, right? It's near you. 48 minutes, according to Google Maps, because I've already Google Maps it, right? You could get in the old car. You could whip down Swangate Shopping Centre. Yeah. In Wellingborough, right? In August. Because... I don't even want to tell you, mate, because it's that good. I'm just getting jealous. They're doing Star Wars bloody face painting, right? <laughs> so you could whip down there, park up, get some Krispy Kremes, get yourself down Sports Direct, get a giant mug, get your face painted, whip back out within 15 minutes, dodge the parking, have an absolutely banger of a day, right? So that's happening on the 2nd and the 9th of August and if that's not enough 19th of August you can bob down there do a quiz and engage in some lightsaber training now according to the North Ants Telegraph who like a bit of banter the force <laughs> is not included in that lightsaber training so uh, have that one Yeah, that's from William Carter so William saying it how it is no, there's absolutely no way anyone is suing North Ants Telegraph because they went down Swansgate, whipped into Wellingborough, and they were like, came for this fucking lightsaber training, right? There was no force there. And you said there was going to be force there. You strongly implied it. I've paid for part. Who's, who's giving me that 650 back? Yeah. There's none of that because William's uh, covered it. So you're going to go down then? Um... I'll give it some thought, mate. I mean, you've mm. sold it well. So I think 
um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Wellingborough. I know where Wellingborough is, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't privy to the delights of the Swansgate shopping centre. I've not heard of that one before, but um, I'll stick it on the Google Maps. Favorite that. And the good uh, news as, as well on this one, Kev. It is only three hours twenty from you. <laughs> so fantastic. So we actually had something similar in our local shopping centre last week, and I've been banned now because I took my lightsaber. And little six-year-old kids got <laughs> smashed around the head. Uh, <laughs> I, got, got, I got thrown out. He shouldn't have been mouthing, mate. That's what the little oik should not have been mouthing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't have should you? So. Uh. Smashed around the head. I smashed uh, him around the head, took his phone. I was like, right, <laughs> you little you little jerk off. Here's my Krispy Kreme as well. I smudged it, I just smothered it in his face. I was like, you know what? I am tired of this crap from you. All right. I know you're sick and I know you need a pee, but that's not my problem. Get in line. Yeah, I get it. I There's a lot of truth in that because uh, kids these days, they do need a clip now and then, lightsaber or not. Get off TikTok. Yeah. Get to work. I'm sick. Yeah. No entrepreneurial spirit from you, son. Well, yeah, I'm sick, Dad. Well, yeah. that's your anyway. Fault. Nothing to do Swansgate. with me. What did the, yeah, are you going to go? What did? The, well, I want to go back to this. What were they doing at your shopping centre? Was it like face painting and such, or? Yeah, that face painting. They had uh, stormtroopers. They had R two D two. Fantastic. They, little little kids and this is a freaking tour. Yeah, little kids and this is a freaking tour. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, my! We've stumbled upon someone here, right? Because here's, here's what it says, right? I'm gonna so Big Bill, uh, Billy Cart uh, from Northant Telegraph also goes on to say, uh, "Where is it? Oh, here we go. There will be face painting and craft workshop. Very good yeah. with R2D2 and a stormtrooper, also forging a temporary alliance. More banter, just in case you didn't identify it, and." Uh, Dude, this is like freaking Aerosmith. They're touring. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they going to be next? Oh, Barnsley, keep an eye out. Not in Barnsley, mate. We don't get any of that round here. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I to be up on bricks. You've got a good cinema. <laughs> got a good cinema around your way. Yeah, I've got a good cinema. No, I to be up on bricks. The stormtroopers would just be like absolutely stripped. It's like, you know, if you leave like a, 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 a like a, a two thousand and one BMW down Keir Street, everything's whipped off. All the panels, everything's stripped. It'd be exactly <laughs> the same with a stormtrooper. It'd be like, what are you wearing that round here for? Yeah. You've got my armor on. It's not your armor, is it? Yeah, it is now. You're not having that back. Everything would be gone. Everything and the police would be like, didn't see anything. As they're wearing the stormtrooper armor that's just been stolen. Yeah, with this laser blaster. <laughs> this is just issue. This is police issue around here, mate. <laughs> Don't blast so, it. And there's one of them with this, like the policeman with his freaking face painted as well. Like, nah, I'm not seeing anything, mate. Yeah, sure. Where have you been? You've not All been right. down the Alhambra, have you, for your face painting? No. <laughs> Normal. Normal Thursday. <laughs> no. Don't like my identity getting out because I'm a policeman. Yeah, I got myself a Chewbacca face paint. Look fantastic. Oh, oh man. Chewy. Perfect. 
See, I'm missing out. Well, guys, you've got to go down now and see the tour. Uh, I feel ob- yeah, obligated to, to go and to go and do it now, I think, yeah. Um, yeah, old Will Carter, though, contradict himself immediately in the article. Oh, a bit dear. of bants, force is not included. What's the last line of the article? May the force <sighs> be with you. Put- well, how can it be, Bill, you shit? Where am I getting it from? Yeah, you've literally just told us. That's- anyway, yeah. uh, there's you a right You didn't put a link to Amazon planet. for us to be able to order it, did you? So where am I going to get it from? Because if it's not there and it's not here, where am I going to get it from? William. Doesn't grow on trees. Still. Nice article. Okay. Well written. Good grammar. Not too many adverts. I was going to say, there's a really cool forbidden planet in Liverpool, isn't there, Kev? Pretty there jealous is. of that. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Oh. In Liverpool. I like it. I've not been, been to a couple of times. for a while, actually. Yeah. Good night out in Liverpool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm. Kev's like, to a, uh, I bleed a stag do there years ago. And uh, it was my mate Adam. Talk about him all the time. And uh, like, what are you doing? Are you stag do? We were 30. Like, wine tasting. Like, I ain't fucking coming, mate. I'm doing wine tasting on your stag do. <laughs> so I went down Albert Docks or whatever it is, where the weatherman is. Went down there and uh, did wine tasting. Got blast blottoed. Yeah, blast blottoed, right? Turns out it weren't wine tasting. It was like, there's a glass of wine, drink it. There's a glass of wine, drink it. There's a glass. Completely hypocritical because I was like, this is absolutely mint. Did karaoke, fell over. And uh, that was Liverpool 2K13 is my story. (laughs) Kev was probably there. You went to a strip club, didn't you, Gaz, last time you were there? Uh, May have done. May have done. (laughs) Six quid in, free drink. Shot for free. <laughs> you come to strip club in Barnsley, you get shot for free. We go down Wildcats. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Need my stormtrooper fucking armor that I stole off this lad earlier. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm getting shot in the face. <laughs> Jesus, Kev. Sorry, sorry for having you on. No, this is. No, uh, no, we digress. <laughs> we digress a lot. All right. <laughs> we should probably put a pin in it. Actually, actually, you know, I didn't realize the time. We can talk forever on this one. That has been episode 194. Thank you very much for joining us. We digressed a little bit towards the end, uh, largely blamed uh, on Kev, who's taking it wild, who's going wild with those tales of of furore (laughs) and murder in the uh, in the shopping centres I understand it's easy done um, but thank you to you the ever present listener thank you to uh, everyone that joins us every single week thank you to our patrons just like Kev and uh, Kev it's been fantastic mate thanks for having uh, thanks for having us in your life for an hour on a Friday afternoon mate we appreciate you dude it's an absolute pleasure I, I love you guys oh we appreciate it. we love you too man and Gaz effortless mate that's what you are sorry that's what you were that's what well, you know what I'm saying. You were very good, mate. Well done. Thank you, mate. Yeah, you were you were satisfactory. I'll get on that. this one. Yep. I get yep. that. All good. Yeah. Uh, might be reporting from from Wellingborough soon. Who knows? Who knows? Keep an eye on the old SOR Twitter and Instagram for that, which you can find, by the way, by heading over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Twitter and forward slash Instagram. He's uh, chat about Star Wars that the week, so come follow us on there. And... Uh, 
due to his satisfactory performance, not stellar, uh, Mark has not mentioned where you can find us and listen. So you can find us on all the podcast directories and apps and everything, or you can head over to sparkrebellion.com so you can Hang listen on. on your browser. As Hang well. on. You thought you shared there. How yeah. are they going to hear you telling them where to listen if they're not listening? Because in the transcript, they'll be like, oh, cheers oh, for that, Gary. transcript's doing. Cheers for that, Gary. Yeah. 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 You watch. We, when did you start doing transcripts, you guys? Uh... <laughs> Episode 194, I think. 10 um, past 4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a Friday when we did Ep 194. Why? <laughs> Just because. Don't ask. Shut up. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yes. See. Satisfactory. Uh, go and find us on the podcast apps and directories. And if you're not listening, then sorry about that. Um, but if you do listen in the future, then find us. Yeah. All good. Kev, it's been very cool, dude. Thank you very much. And we will see you guys next time. Until then, may the force be with you always.